Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe will make history by becoming the first Japanese leader to visit Pearl Harbor later this month. He plans to arrive without notice very early on a Sunday morning while everyone is still asleep. The Trump Report starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Yes, that's right. Welcome to the Trump Report. I Secret agent man, because there are a list of people, another group on a long list of people who are a little dissatisfied, disenfranchised by our president-elect, the CIA. So uh, here's a nod to them, secret agent men and women, secret agent persons. Thank you. Everywhere. Thank I, mean, you. I, know, I know that that's important to you, Chelsea. Uh, welcome to the Trump Report. As I said, I am Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ, on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, to my left, if you're watching on YouTube, and you should be, camera right, Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. And at the other end of the desk, Scott Moore, at S-Man80. Uh, we were supposed to be joined by still Stephen Helmkamp again, and uh, he stood us up, except he's actually sick. Allegedly, he will be with us tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, but next <laughs> Tuesday. No, tomorrow is when he'll show up. He'll be like, hey guys, <laughs> I'll get a text. What happened, y'all? <laughs> but uh, don't forget to follow the Trump Report on Twitter, at Trump Report ABTV, as in After Buzz TV. You can follow us there, like us on YouTube, comment, please rate us on iTunes, subscribe, all that good stuff. All that stuff helps the show immensely. And speaking that, of that was such anger. Yeah, I know. Yes. Speaking of things Conviction. That, speaking of things that help, uh, Kanye West visited President elect Trump at Trump Tower today. This is not the biggest news of the week. But it's the most amazing news of the week because only in America can you basically go directly from the psych ward to sitting down with the president elect. And I think there's nothing surprising about that chain of events going from one to the other but uh he said mm-hmm. kanye did i'm just here for a picture so i thought they spoke on multiple no no they did but that's what, he, that's what he was so they talked about <laughs> life um and uh for those of you in the chat room and those of you who are watching this or listening after the fact you can tweet us at trump report abtv who do you like less, Donald Trump or Kanye West? Now, oh. it's not easy because yeah. as soon as you think you have one, but then you're like, yeah, yeah but. So, uh, just I don't like most... writing essays, but on that one, I could write an essay. <laughs> 750 words. Yeah, probably. Okay. Oh, easily. Uh, so, it's just interesting. And I mm-hmm. guess it's never surprising. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't know. Okay, I have one thing that was surprising this week, which we'll get to in a second. But this was not it. Chelsea. You hear that the president-elect puts aside time for Kanye West. And Kanye West puts aside time in his schedule for the president-elect. Not, that's, that's nothing anymore, right? I mean, it doesn't mean, that's not even remotely surprising. It actually just feeds my little fantasy. Uh-oh. Yeah. Don't get too excited. <laughs> I know. I was like, what, what? Stephen like, will be upset he missed the show. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and if this kind of, you know, I know we try and keep it really classy here, but <laughs> shit show... Yes. Surprising things left and right happening all the time. It might not be that surprising that the Electoral College saves the day. 
Right. Well, here's the interesting thing, and I was going to talk about this and later. Was, but I was going to mention it, another thing that's real the quick only before thing. I get there. Okay, so do you want to speak before I talk about the electoral yes, college? Yes, well, because there was a funny thing. There's actually this little ebook, and I don't know if you guys have heard of it, by Richard Hine, and it's basically like, if Kim Kardashian saves the world, and it's this whole silly, and at the time it was actually kind of funny because it was like Trump was president, and there was this whole like crazy thing going on, and Kim Kardashian's like part of this secret, you know, she's very smart, and she's part of this secret, like sort of like a CIA, but on the side, and, and there's a whole story with her and Kanye. So now seeing this, it's like, oh my God, Richard Hine's book is becoming reality. I couldn't even finish it because it was it was too real. It was too real. It was too real. Let's see, and then that ties back to Secret Agent. <laughs> yes, in our story. right. So, so it all. there's obviously been a lot of talk about the Electoral College, and that is coming up yeah. on next Monday, mm-hmm. which could make our show really interesting next Tuesday. <laughs> Fabulous. But you know, on. it'll give us a couple of interesting conversation points. But as we've <sighs> talked about before on this show and the previous show, Trump versus Hillary, people who are rooting for them to pick. Hillary Clinton is basically rooting for people to uproot the system that is in place. But not really, because that's kind of their job. I mean, I can see the point that people have when that's their job. Like, I've already Mm. fantasized about the very first sentence in the document that they draft up, because, you know, there's going to be a public statement made about it, and it is like, the purpose of the Electoral College is... And then, if if a statement starts with that, mm-hmm. it's good news, right? But, but I was going to say, but here's the the part of the problem is the fact that, as we know, uh, the electors that are chosen to go and actually vote are the one are are now you know like in Michigan or Wisconsin are picked by the Republican because they're the winning slate. Excellent. So you have to get enough of those people. I to think change. though, well, what I'm thinking. Is that as these cabinet picks come out, yes. that even these people are horrified? Wow. Well, and, and so that won't be the stated reason that they give for flipping, but it will give them such anxiety that they will find it in their hearts to switch sides. Well, the way we talked about this last week was the idea that they were trying to find a Republican who was more acceptable mm-hmm. than Trump because mm-hmm. just voting for Hillary on, Clinton Hillary is, is not what they're doing because people pulled levers or did ink blots or touch screens for a Republican. So, and that was the whole thing about John Kasich, which obviously right. no one wants John Kasich to be president either. So I understand your point and I understand why people want to do it. And I understand why our pal uh, Drexel Hurd, who was with us on Trump versus Hillary, I think he has that day circled Tuesday, December 20th. And he is excited to be here in this studio with us for the Hillary Report. I think in his mind, that's what's going to happen. He'd be very excited to join us. I know. I I wish, if it was close, let's say it was 272 or two, you know, I would feel more confident that, yes, we could get a few to flip. But it's 306. Or you're right, 306, yeah. And I know there's already one, the one in Texas that said he's not going to, but also there's one for Hillary in Washington State that's claimed she's not going to vote for her either. So then it still equals out. So I, I, I mean, I get it, and I'm hoping like you, because that's the original intent of the Electoral College, is to not be a rubber stamp. But what's happened is that that's what it is, and you have to get enough of these Republican people to switch. Well, but now we've got another factor, the Russian hacking. Well, and and that's our overall theme for the episode, the CIA. So the Electoral College members, it's not really an actual college, sort of like Trump University, it's (laughs) not an actual college, (laughs) and it's somewhere that they would like information about that Russian hacking. So they would like CIA briefings for, you know, hey, tell us what happened. Give us clearance on this one issue, short term, because we feel like we need to know. 
because if there's actual tampering in place in those states. Now, I don't think that's enough time. I don't think that if that is uncovered, that it would actually be something that you could know in the next six days. What do you mean uncovered? I thought... They had already. Well, they've already. Well, I mean, there've been a lot of. But trying to see if Trump was directly involved and all these other things that they. Still there's a lot of people saying that it happened, but I don't know what kind of evidence there is. You know, it was like Hillary's emails were a thing, but yeah. I don't know what it said in them because I didn't read it. You know, it's like people voting for a stimulus bill before they've actually read it. You know, so they're all saying like, well, this this must be happening because it's possible. You get enough people saying this could have happened, yeah. then everybody's like, well, now now we need to wait. And I understand why people who were not Trump supporters have this somewhere in the back of their mind. And that's where it should be. Because if you have all of your hopes, all of your, I can only get out of bed because this might happen next Monday, it's going to probably hurt. How do you know my diary? (laughs) (laughs) I I just, let's just say one, two, three, four is not a good password for your (laughs) iPhone. But also, I just think that it's not the thing, you know, I think it, it might actually hurt more than election day for people who are like, Oh, okay, we have a reprieve. There's a chance yeah. because right. there's not a chance. Then once it's that's not going to happen. There is yeah. no chance. Like this and, is the final. Like you can still hold hope then, that it could but happen. But then people are like, "Oh, he'll be impeached." But if he doesn't get impeached before these cabinet members are confirmed, it doesn't matter. Well, let's talk about these cabinet members. Well, because because, uh, <laughs> do we have to? Well, no, I know because they're so awful. No, well, there's, there's one. There's one that's amazing. But anyway, go the, ahead. The, there was this whole thing. Uh, I think it was the Washington Examiner that had a thing that uh, supposedly uh, Richard Nixon wrote. Trump a letter back in like 1987 saying like oh he's he's going to be president someday and then supposedly Donald Trump wants to frame it again I don't know if it's true or not wow but but in my because it, it was like forever ago but it made me laugh because I thought well then maybe the only other thing they'll have in common is they'll both be forced out of office too so that would be very fitting Cute. <laughs> <laughs> but well let's talk a little bit about some of these picks with I said a few minutes ago that nothing surprises me anymore no. there was one that surprised me Rick Perry. Rick Perry would head an organization that he said as a candidate that he would right. abolish. And it's just amazing. You can't so make that up. On some level, I'm like, okay, now Trump's just messing with us. Yeah. Like, he just thinks it's funny because, yeah. you know, what I, my favorite, thing, and I know that this is a sexist term, but my favorite thing about Rick Perry was when he started wearing the smart girl glasses. You know, the non-prescription glasses that sometimes women will wear so that they're taken more seriously. And What? They do? I've never... I, I, well, I, well, I, and men I too. gotta get myself. I was gonna say, and men too. <laughs> but see, you don't need them. <laughs> You're already smart. Yeah, exactly. You'll be too smart if you yeah. wear the glasses. No, no. So if you start wearing smartle glasses, <laughs> just forget it. Well, then you'll be president. So see, then that'll be. I mean, fun. now I guess there we go. I'd vote for you. Thank you. But <laughs> what position? What cabinet seat will Kanye, Kanye get? get. <laughs> I think um, he could rival Carson for um, urban development. Uh, possibly he could also be minister of gold digging. I don't know. I mean, I'm <laughs> not quite sure. One up, yeah. yeah, but uh, what cabinet seat will Kanye get? Whichever one that uh, Taylor Swift wants, then that's the one. Right. Okay. Jesus, say it still happens. That's it's funny. It's still fresh in our memory. But uh, yeah, so we have Rick Perry. I just I can't wrap my head around that mm-hmm. because you know a guy who's running for president who says he names he's going to name four offices that he, agencies that he's going to eliminate and he can only remember three and, and that, the was the one, that was the one he forgot the, the other <laughs> candidates are trying to help him and you know it just it doesn't it just doesn't come to him. and you're just like all right so all of a sudden now it's like is that nominee to make it look better that he wants the Exxon Mobil president Rex Tellerson to be secretary of state which by the way at least it's not EPA. 
He's Secretary of State. <laughs> because if you had the head of ExxonMobil for the EPA, I think that that would prove my theory that Trump is just messing with us. But... These are the people this, that this he knows. Cabinet yes, already, he really he does is, hate us. Yes, right, but these are the people that he knows. The- you know, I, I mean, Labor Secretary Andy Puzder, who's the head of Hardee's and yes. Carl's Jr. Oh my God, another. Like, we, doesn't believe in the minimum terrible wage. Terrible choice. Well, of course he doesn't believe in the minimum no, wage because he has, he has Hardee's and Carl's Jr. So, of course, he so believes. So everybody gets to look forward to being treated that way. Yeah, well, yeah. we all get to look forward to being replaced by robots, which mm-hmm. is one of the things that. A lot of fast food companies say that they're doing. We were talking before mm-hmm. the air that it's before we went on the air that it's very common now. Uh, the most well, the, it, we're saying it's common, but in California. Oh yeah, but a I mean, a couple other states, not not quite. Common, it's catching on common. though, and you know, obviously, you want there to be enough jobs for people who. I think there's going to be a backlash to it because I, you know, the grocery store, for example. Right. I do hate the self. Yeah, the self checkout. <laughs> Not only that, but there I mean there's sometimes I want to find a person and ask yeah. where something yeah. is. What and I like is that at Target they have that phone that you pick up yeah. and that someone is supposed to come in less than a minute and they're always so annoyed. And I was just like, "Yeah, can you help me find this?" They're like, "Yeah. It's aisle 24." <laughs> I'm like, "So you're just going to run and tell me?" You're not going to take me to it and yeah. show me. Oh, no, that's. I guess that's not Whole Foods. Whole Foods, they'll take you right to the barbecue sauce you're looking for. Well, well that's I, Whole Foods. I, think you Whole pay Foods, enough I was going to say, that. Whole Foods prices, they charge they enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should go back and make it for you, too, while they're at it. <laughs> uh, another uh, recent nominee, Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke as Interior Secretary. I have no idea who that guy is, so I'm just going to say he's the best choice because I don't know anything about him. Could find out terrible things about him, but you know what? I don't know. Uh, after a while of reading about them and I get yeah. nauseous enough. I'm afraid to open up a new one. I'm too. But and we'll talk about all of those. I figure as if there's good news, word we're will gonna, percolate we'll, down yes, to me it, and well, then I'll it'll, read it. it'll be filtered we'll, out. We'll now. talk about all of those on the whole, but let's talk about who is left out in the cold, not getting cabinet positions or anything, any major appointments. Chris Christie and Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> They're not like you want to talk about people who literally let the Trump bus run them over several yeah. times, <laughs> back, back and up, forth, exactly. and back and forth. <laughs> and they were out there so hardcore for him, especially Chris Christie. I mean, it yeah. was like he humiliated himself. He did. Rudy was just kind of out there yelling. Chris Christie was just—he literally stood behind him, and yeah, you're just like, and you just, uh. yeah. And Ooh, yeah, and he, he gets nothing. I can't get the image of Rudy Giuliani screaming and yelling at the convention. Well, he was crazy mind. too. Yes, but but yeah, that's not the. That, but, look, I mean, crazy people being appointed right, to but, an elected position. But Chris or, Christie you know, really I mean, did have to like sit there. And I mean, take he groveled it, you know, and he took the, it, and, 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 the back, and he, like, and he gets those. nothing. Yeah, nothing for so, it. So I'll start with you, Scott. Your thoughts on the people who are getting these positions and. The two big ones who aren't. Well, and I was also going to say the third one because, you know, Mitt Romney also had to, like, grovel and went through this whole thing. I felt, and... I felt very bad for that man. I was and just like, what For real doing? bad for him? I mean, like, for real bad because you just, no, you just, no, you, actually, look, I, you look at him. I mean, look, you think I of him, he's a successful him. businessman. He seems like a great family man. I mean, he has, I don't know how many kids and grandkids. Let's just say a hundred. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> he's got, you know, he's, and you just, you see... He's just—he's just a guy. I saw him as a dad and a grandfather who was being made to sit there by Donald Trump and basically eat shit for yeah, dinner. Yeah. And I felt—I did—I felt bad for him, you know. I did too, and I also feel like it took into his reputation too because here he was like, "I'm against Trump," and was very he anti-Trump. Was, he and was then really against. He Trump. went through all of that, that again and basically kind of 
now he doesn't have any leg to stand on because he went through the whole part. And I get it's all politics and everything, but now to me, I'm like, he has, he's tarnished his image by even associating himself with Trump and even going to do the job and then not getting, like, going through all the all the motions of that. And so I actually did feel bad for him. Because I never, like, disliked the guy when he ran in 2012. He, I just didn't agree with him policy-wise, but I didn't think he was, like, a bad or scary person like Trump. Right. Know, and I, I feel bad for him. I there, actually There were a lot of people who talked about how, you know, a President Romney would have been the end of the society as we knew it. And now, of course, it's like, oh, if we could get a do-over and have a President Romney instead of a President Trump, you feel like, oh, that just that just seems quaint. Sure, why not? But he could still get something, you know, Romney. But you feel like, I mean, I feel like he was just paraded very publicly. Yeah, it was to, because he was a little. Did too I read one yeah. headline that said he was brought in to be interviewed just to be tortured? Did yes, you read that? I, I've I heard yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and I feel I think Kellyanne Conway said that uh, no, he shouldn't get anything yeah. because he was he was a little too outspoken. But I don't know. I don't really have much great stuff to add to yeah. that because so, everything is just all of them are, 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 are there, bad not not because they're inexperienced I mean that would be I mean that is a critique but if they weren't coming from such ginormous corporations mm-hmm. that have done so much harm to the oh, environment yeah. and, to and, employees and to the world in general like Rex really I mean I can't even I can't even wrap my head you around know, that. I, I, I'm I, sorry, Exxon Mobil is a big company. I I haven't only been the keeping eighth up. Largest in oh. the world, and the they've largest, done something to the environment. The largest oil company. Huh. 50, All right, I'm going to write this. Countries. I'm going to have to research yes, this for next I know, week. I didn't I, know Exxon Mobil. I only knew about BP. But uh, who are some? It, you don't have to have names for people, but who are the kinds of people where you know? Look, just taking at face value, we have President Elect Trump. Who are people that he would he would appoint that you'd be like, well, okay, this is a, this at least could work. Okay, are they How about are there... Elon Musk for energy? Okay, I mean he's a businessman. Right. Uh, doesn't seem like Trump's kind of businessman for some well, reason no. in my mind. But sure, I, I could see that. I mean, especially for energy. But he doesn't seem like he's part of the. He's at the same country. Club I, I, as I would have. I would have said like Thank maybe uh, John Huntsman for Secretary of State, only, which his name was thrown around, but uh, not seriously. I think yeah. as someone who could have the Republican credentials, being from Utah, being a former governor there, being a former ambassador to China that worked, but again, he worked with the Obama administration, which already brought him down, you know, for Republicans. But someone like that who's moderate and you know could speak fluently Chinese and would be a big part of I think continuing that Asia pivot that's so important for our country now um seeing as how we're going to be renegotiating yes, all these exactly like i think someone like that that's moderate that's even tempered that um still has the experience would be would have been a, a really uh really solid choice as being a republican that would have been a little bit more digestible for liberals and for you know other people that might be scared but of, of some of trump's other picks but then when you go with rex tillerson like you're just going completely just it just well, the, how about the friend of Russia? The he, what award did he win? Yeah, like the yeah, it was basically like the friend of Russia. Whatever I it's that called, was it's something award. like it's called. Yeah, basically like the, that. Yeah, and it is. I mean, they have he has they have and again, how do you divest yourself from all these deals and things from being CEO of Exxon Mobil? There's no way. There's no way. Even if you walked away and you're retiring next year, you still have stock. You have other. How do you divest yourself from all that? He can't and divest have himself a, emotionally from the fact right, that from, he's been a representative our, of this company. Company yes. for like 
38 but Crimea, years. they were dealing with stuff with Russia with the Crimea annexation for their oil and 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 money making stuff for ExxonMobil. So how do you how can you just separate yourself? You can't. No, it's and he has tons of stocks and other things vested being uh, uh, obviously CEO of a of a huge one of the biggest companies in the world. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's the same thing that Trump it's awful. is going to deal with. I was right. Of course, which is canceled his earlier about, on that. you know, Trump supported the comments made by the president of the Philippines, the president who's going around and literally just killing anybody that they think is a drug dealer or a right. drug user, right? Drug users, which can be addicted for things, you know, outside of their right. And not bad people. Just imagine what that would do to Hollywood. <laughs> Oh, just yeah. hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> no one I know. Don't worry. And, and that Trump supported his way of cleaning right. up the drug problem, yeah. which, if you're any fan of the Constitution, should be a really right. big problem. Because even Scalia would agree that we have this thing called due process, and that's not the way we roll here. Yeah, I think a lot of people would, would feel that that's, that's not the way to handle that situation. And then what's going on also in the Philippines is wouldn't you know there's a Trump project going on there? Well, of course there's of a course, Trump project Just like on. in Taiwan when yeah. you had the phone call. And, you know, again, how do you separate yourself from all these entanglements? Well, that's the thing. He's like, well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to separate myself and, from these entanglements. I, but the only thing I think that could be good to come out of this is that when, again, because politics is temporary, when it shifts again... This will be something that Democrats are going to make sure is ironclad for a future president. Like there, will, they will not be able to be above this conflict of interest that supposedly is there. I don't even know there. if the Republicans really want to stand for it. No, they won't now. No, because that's it's their person. But you know, and it's also it's already that, in the Constitution, uh, right? That you can't receive foreign money, right? And, and that and so that's it's such shady. a shady line there. But I, I know that when Democrats take power again. That's going to be something like you're not above the conflict so of interest because the, the the you know senators and Congress have to you know. By law, so the, the, it's very vague for a president. They're going to make sure you cannot do that in the future. So, so I, that's... Think, I think the the plan should be that Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, just delay, delay, delay confirmation until Trump gets himself impeached. Well, you plan? could be waiting for a long time. Is that time. my new I mean, fantasy? That's, I know, especially that's a very with, difficult yeah. process when you consider the makeup of the people. I don't think so, right. because I don't think a lot of Republicans really truly like him okay but much like with I'm, the, i mean at least i'm uh, hoping much like with the electoral college right. where you don't necessarily want to be the one who flipped the electoral system on its ass you don't want to be one of the well i broke ranks with my party so that i could impeach a guy who did a bunch of things right. that other politicians yeah. have but done look, before but mitch mcconnell believes that the russian hacking thing could be true. Well, only that's because now, because of the pressure that's been put on him, because all of a sudden, well, because so you know, if we keep up the pressure. Even Mitch McConnell, come on, he wants that's yeah. a pretty big effort. Well, he, he want, his wife is going to be labor secretary. Yeah. I mean, and he wants to have one power. That's his I, dream. That one also. Makes he's a windbag. So I mean, oh. yeah, yeah. But he's he's not. I mean, that's the problem. Is I was that thinking these people earlier, too, I'm like, do I really wish for anybody's death? No. I know. I feel like that's wow. I've been there now. Incapacitation. Yes, incapacitation. He just he goes somewhere else. I just wish he would just leave. resign. Just who, you, who do you want to resign? Well, McConnell. Every, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, because I was like, well, that's well, actually, sort of that's a, Mitch McConnell, Trump, Pence. It's a pretty wide <laughs> net. Yeah. I, I even think if Mitch McConnell fell, then Trump would fall. I mean, I guess it depends on what it is. You know, I mean, at some point you're going to go down the list, and whoever the person that would step in I mean, would be somebody that you why? don't like. Con- so, do you I mean, know Kentucky. I know. Kentucky has this country by the balls. Kentucky, 
because right? that, that's that's Mitch McConnell's state. Yes, and also Rand Paul. State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kentucky, what the hell, yo? Yeah, where is where's Kentucky at? Is Kentucky in the house? Let us know in the chat room. Uh, I do want to move on because we were talking. We've been talking a lot about the CIA, and the conversation about the CIA basically is this: Hey, there's some funny business in the election, maybe from Russia. We got to look at this. And Trump just says, "I don't believe it," mm-hmm. and he's now kind of dismissed the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, the people providing him information about our enemies and also about our friends. Let's not be naive. They also have people deep in undercover for friendly, friendly, I'm using air quotes for those (laughs) just listening, for friendly nations. So, you know, they kind of keep you in check. And they're not people you want to upset. Right. Because you don't want to upset people who can shoot someone from half a mile away. Or worse... The people who can tell someone to shoot someone from half a mile away. And I'm not saying that's specifically in relation to the president, but those are just the president-elect. Those are the kind of things you're like, those are people you don't want to upset unless you have to. And if you have a real problem with them, that's great. But he's automatically saying, like, yeah, I don't believe what they say. Uh, But he'll believe the Russian, you know, stuff before he would believe his own CIA. I mean, his, but, you know, American... yeah, but well, I mean, he probably. The, well, I mean, it was just like just just the way they were putting it back on the. You know, he was basically discounting them because of the 2003 weapons of mass destruction right. thing with Iraq, and so now he's like, well, what good did they really know? And I mean, we could go on about the fact he's not even getting daily intelligence briefings. He's too busy. He's too busy and too smart. I mean, that kind of stuff is very frightening to think about. To your point that you know he takes his information from elsewhere, maybe he does trust the Russian press. Because, unless I'm mistaken, I think Pravda gave a very nice review to The Art of the Deal. So clearly, <laughs> he there are people that are friendly to him. But it's interesting that you're just discounting the CIA in its entirety. Because there are things that the three of us and everyone watching and listening to this right now will never know that the CIA found out and they told a president. Right. And I, let's just talk about, you know, in the last 20 years. Let's not talk about since its inception. There are things that they found that are probably very important. And by being able to do things, again, that we'll never know about. Right, exactly. Kept us much safer or, you know, most likely kept us safer, but better safe than sorry. So I don't know. I think it's, again, he's in a position, President-elect Trump, where he's always been the one who knows best. And so he's like, no, nah, these people don't know as well as I do. I have a feeling that Russia wouldn't tamper with the election because I don't know Putin, but I hear he's a great guy. So I, I don't know. Well, as it goes, exactly. And as it goes back to, it's now all on him and the Republicans. So they have no one else to blame when it comes into there anymore. If they're not going to be serious about intelligence briefings, if they're not going to be able to. Uh, take this stuff seriously, uh, it, it all falls on them. And that's it's it's an unfortunate I thing, mean, but it is now. You know, uh, tragically, we can look back on this moment where he wouldn't get intelligence right. briefings and wouldn't make these informed decisions, and who knows what it is. And that, it's to, to our own you know, safety, uh, it's to their detriment. Both, both it's Presidents thing. Clinton and George W. Bush got all sorts of intelligence on Osama bin Laden, and they got it and ignored it, but right. to but at least possibly not it. even hear it. <laughs> right. Uh, and, I, and, I, I choose not to think about it. Well, no, because that's what to. really scares me. Yeah. I have, and that's what I've said to people is that I have not been as scared about someone being present as I have with Trump or someone who wants to discount these things and where I feel people are going to be more emboldened to try to hurt us. And I've never felt that way, even, you know, when Republican. It's, it's a different feeling from when a Republican has won in the past to to now because it's it's very frightening i don't understand how it makes any sense he wants to be really aggressive 
in the world. Yes. And so you'd want to know who's like right. going to fight with you. And so you'd want the inside scoop. But really, why do we think he doesn't want it? I mean, it's a great question. I I don't know. I well, what do you think in the chat room? It's unusually quiet. Today. Well, Lauren's yeah, there, uh, known as uh, Call Me Slinky. She's also a fan of the Tomorrow Show and some other. She's a very big uh, Afterbus supporter. I see Storage Yard resident in there. What do you think? I know he was just there to say hi at the beginning, but he's been <laughs> kind of quiet. What do you think of all these picks? Are these the people that you wanted? That's actually something that you right, wanted that you to ask. Know. Are, are uh, Chelsea wants Trump to know. Happy about are these you picks? happy with these picks? And, We're not just happy with the picks. But specifically, do these represent a draining of the swamp? Right. So there, so you can look at it both ways. Do you feel okay about them? And look, just because you voted for the guy doesn't mean you have to think that everything that he's done has been great. It'd be interesting if you feel, I like this one, but not that one, and the reasons why. Yeah. So Storage Yard Resident, you always have uh, an open door to share your thoughts with us. Respectfully. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some actual big news. I know I opened with Kanye, which is big news in a different way. Uh, Aleppo. Who wants to talk about mm. Aleppo? I know Chelsea oh, was interested. God, in it's so depressing about it. though. Yeah. It's like I. But Russia declared today that the four-year battle over Aleppo uh, to turn over their territory to the Syrian government. Well, it's over now. You know, turn uh, Syria's biggest city, by the mm-hmm. way. In case anyone didn't know exactly what Aleppo was, Gary Which, Johnson. Gary Johnson. Yeah, in <laughs> case you. you're listening, you're Gary Johnson you. again. No, I think he did. Well, he's got time. <laughs> he does. He's, he's got, got time plenty of time to now. To us. So, uh, whichever one of you wants to talk about your thoughts on Aleppo and it's Well, it's been really hard this... to talk about in, in light of the, the fact that we try yeah. and keep this show so light and entertaining to, you know, pivot to this subject is really a downer, but sure. really something worth our time. So, if you didn't know already, uh, the Syrian government has just started going into people's homes and blowing them away. Yeah. 82 people mm-hmm. uh, overnight died this way. And what occurs to me is all the people in the United States um, and, you know, in, in Europe, too, who are like, we don't want these people. Send them back. Send them back. Send them back. All right. Well, these people either stayed or did go back if mm-hmm. they ever did try and leave. Yeah. And that's what happened to them. So if you believe in, I don't know, humanity, you're pro-life, and you were somebody who said, send them back to this demise, I hope you rethink your thinking a little. Right. I mean, I I guess on the level that people don't necessarily want foreigners in their country. So then think about where you could send them. But And and then people, I believe, the next thought is going to be, um, let's get to that in a sec. Yeah, we'll the get ne- to that in a second. The, the next thought is going to be, well, it's not, my, it's not my problem, so why should I have to deal with it? Okay, selfish bastard. Number one, it kind of is your problem because things our government has done have contributed to the destabilization and the reason why Syria is in the situation that it is. So if you take any responsibility Mm -hmm. for your country, if you have pride in your country, you must also take responsibility for the actions of your country, I believe. And so in that vein, you have to give a shit. Right. No, and I mean, obviously that's... It's an issue that, unfortunately, this is a way to classify it, it's not a sexy issue, so people don't pay attention to it. Gary Johnson didn't know what it is, and we yeah. make light of it that way. But in the serious sense of him not knowing what it yeah, is, it's... he ran for president and didn't know right. what it was because and, there was the thinking that he didn't need to know and what so, it was. And, and so if this is your first time listening, caring at all mm-hmm. about Aleppo and Syria, here's another connection. Russia and uh, is very close to Syria's leader, Assad, mm-hmm. and they're like this little 
terrorist duo um, out in that neck of the, the world. And they're a very scary, dangerous partnership. And one of them potentially messed with our election. And the other one is brutally killing its own people. I mean, this is... A genocide. I don't know what yeah, and it's, technically it's, defines a genocide. How many people have to be killed? But I, I think this should qualify. And I, it's heartbreaking. I, uh, I hope that more people. I just hope more. Give yeah, I hope people and, and really realize what's going on with that because you know it got distracted again during the election with Trump being like the extreme vetting and nobody wanting Syrian refugees, but they're not thinking about the actual what's actually happening to these people on the ground and it is absolutely heartbreaking and and Can like you, you said assault being in your yeah. house i mean i've had yeah. this nightmare you you're in your own house yeah. someone barges through and just shoots you down or they shoot somebody your family down right in front first, of you and right they, I, 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 well, because I'm not sure it, what's worse. and i mean that's not even you know the fear of like a home invasion right gone wrong. that's this that's is like your your the government the police is coming, coming in, in yes yeah. and tanks and coming in and, and coming you, in. and you hear it getting closer and closer you hear it happening right. to your neighbors and it's, then there's nowhere to run and there's nowhere to hide could you even imagine how terrifying I'm thinking that your be? own government is taking you out you know that's the thing and, and yeah. you're you're your well, and, and I think that's why people should try and at least understand the situation. Well, understand and I understand why these people are leaving and escaping and trying to get there, you know, and, and instead of grouping I think any time groups and... of people are leaving somewhere, you know, let's find out why. You know, why do so many people bad to... hombres try to get across <laughs> Trump's wall? That isn't, that isn't going to be a wall and it's not built yet, but... Uh, we only have a few minutes, uh, so I very quickly wanted to. I know I wanted to address one thing. Uh, storage yard resident, <sighs> you said that it's actually not on the screen right now, but you said that Trump does get the briefings that it's a fake news mm-hmm. story that he doesn't. I think, and again, I didn't take notes on it, so I felt like I read from a reputable, reputable source that he doesn't get them every single day. It's not that mm-hmm. he skips all of them, but he doesn't go every day. I think he has people on his staff go, obviously, but I don't think he makes the time for it every day. I feel fairly confident that that's an accurate story. Yeah. Now, we can take a look yeah. and see, but no, obviously, it's... and Storage Yard Residence still feels pretty strongly that everyone needs to get on the Trump train and make America great again. I'm looking but for really I, thoughtful I know. Well, I'm just like, it's never going to happen for me, so okay. I right. will never be getting on that train. <laughs> Even if you got a free ticket for no. the Trump train? What about Not one of those little happen. conductor's hats? <laughs> just something Not to think happen. about. It's going to derail. Uh, I know. That's why I'm like, I don't want to be on it. I don't want to be near it. <laughs> well, be you know, I for away one, from it. Let, let's hope it stays on the tracks. Right. Because I don't know how good it is for America if the Trump yeah. train goes completely off the tracks once yeah. he's president. And, you know, for those Nowhere of you who it. voted for Hillary, just hope it, that it's a it's a short trip. You know, it's the it's the Acela train that goes really fast between New York and Boston. <laughs> so that it's a, it's a quick one. It's a blur and I don't even have uh, to One see of the things it. I wanted to talk about is, you know, we were trying, last week we announced that we would have a weekly feature called Progressive Silver Lining. We kind of really don't have one. So we have the opposite, which is Progressive Buzzkill, which was the Louisiana <laughs> runoff election. Oh, yes. Which, I was in Louisiana over right. the weekend. Uh, Chelsea has a little cold. I lost my voice. Why? Oh, because I was in New Orleans over the yeah. weekend. But... I actually went with a friend of mine when he voted, and the runoff election, people just don't know about it. So we went, I think it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon, there had been, uh, he was the 80th person to vote that day. <gasps> so I just, people didn't, there, right, you you're, you're, you're right, the, actual, the turnout was so low, was and some so people low. were talking about that. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's interesting, because if you get into a runoff situation, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be hard. I mean, and I read 
that uh, Foster Campbell, the Democrat, had raised like two and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the course of a month, that is a decent amount of money, but apparently wasn't enough to suddenly make Louisiana blue. But the interesting well, the thing Senate, about... We do have a, they do have a Democratic governor. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I learned about great. Louisiana, though, is if you're a resident, a storage yard resident or otherwise, just a little <laughs> joke for you, our friend there. But if you're a resident, you just live there. You don't have to actually have a driver's license there. You know, you can actually go and vote like my friend did because he lives there, but he has a New York license because he's there for uh, his Ph.D. Because they're like, why else would you be here if you didn't live here? Right. I I guess that's really the feeling. And they I guess they have some kind of loose voter ID law, but he actually didn't have his ID on him. And he had a piece of ID and they looked at it and they're like, great. So. It's not that hard to get college students to vote, is the point. So I feel like with $2.5 million, you should be able to sway one of these runoff elections because it happened in December. It's not like it happened when everybody's back home on break. And I don't know what the final numbers were, but as they were coming in, it it was low. No, and- it was incredible. I don't have the exact numbers either, but that was something that was brought up. But I think part of the, the problem is, is, again, it's sort of like talking about the sexy topic earlier. It, it, it's not election day. It's on a Saturday in December and it doesn't have the same drive. You don't have a presidential ticket. You don't even have a gubernatorial race. It, it Unfortunately, it doesn't have that same drive of getting people out. And it's already a Republican-leaning state, so I would have been hugely surprised if it had Typically, people don't think, I voted right. November 8th. I'm going to have to vote Go again, back again like a month later. You just don't think about it. You know, you just know well, who you voted for. But if you've for. lived there long enough, you can Right, you know how, the, the, how it works and everything. And yes, it's not an excuse. And we have, you know, there should be, people should be out to vote every time. I mean, that's the same issue we have here with the mayor, mayor's race and the citywide races for Los Angeles being in March. You know, it's like, it's not anywhere near anything else going on. It's in an off year. And they always talk about low turnout there. And really, there should be no excuse because you should be voting on your local level. That's the most important. But it's that same kind of thing it doesn't get the attention that a general election does or you know we even see midterm races are way lower than a presidential yeah, no, election no, no, and that's know. horrible I mean, too it's, i mean when i've voted in non-presidential election years it, it, it was but, a point when i lived in hollywood they'd actually be at a different place yeah exactly it was like at someone's and, and house garage. right nobody's yeah. there in line i mean even this race for the our, our last uh, you know the president the general general election the numbers were way down yeah I mean, Trump got less votes than Romney did when you're looking at a GOP candidate. So, in in part (laughs) two of we wish there was a progressive silver lining, but there really isn't. Um, And this other story will prove that to you. The 21st Century Cures Act. Yes, Yes, I legitimately don't know anything about this. And keep in mind, we only have five minutes. But uh, you can try and keep it really short and to the point. I literally know nothing about this, and I said, "Great, talk about it on the show because I I don't want to learn about it." So you know, you know about cancer. I've heard of it, okay. yes, unfortunately. And yes. we want money to go to research. and Okay, yeah. Uh, so that sounds good, right? And you know we've got this heroin uh, epidemic, this opioid mm-hmm. epidemic going on in this country. Yes. So money going towards uh, research and figuring out how to get us through this crisis all sounds good. Except, uh, and, and other things of that sort are coming in this 21st Century Cures Act bill that Obama is expected to to sign. It got such bipartisan support because what the Republicans got was the drug companies have a much, much easier time getting their drugs through the FDA approval process to be used on different populations than they were originally tested on and for different uses. Okay. So this is basically what we did. We allowed Big Pharma to hook us on painkillers. Okay. 
We let the problem go on long enough to where 30,000 people a year die and more become hooked every month. And then when things get so desperate, you know, people turn to heroin and now we got heroin in white suburbia. Now it's really a problem. So we let that go on for a little while. And now when we really need to do something about it, Big Pharma says, fine, you can do something about it, but you got to make it easier for us to develop or make money with different drugs in different uses. Right. Okay. So So make regulations easy for us and we'll be okay with this and we'll let you pass this. Well, I mean, it's sort of a non-political issue, but I guess it is in terms of the big pharma, the big pharmaceutical companies. Just in general, a lot of times for me, doctors will prescribe uh, pills for something. And I was like, well, you know, I had problems with my back because I was carrying a 28 pound little boy, my son. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I shouldn't lift him that way. And they were like, oh, you know, we can give you all these pain kills. Yeah, they just want to give you pills. No, and I was like, yeah, well, how about like... I try physical therapy yeah. first? Because I would rather do that. I would rather learn how to stretch and things like that. And then, oh my God, this was earlier. I'm having trouble sleeping. Great. Here's yeah. some Ambien. No, right. no, no, I don't. I don't. I didn't want right. that. I was just like, what should I change in my diet? That sort of thing. But it's everyone, you know, and not everyone, but there are plenty of doctors right. that are very quick to do that. Yes. And that is the mentality. It it's, is. And then take another pill for this to counter that if you can't. But I don't blame you know. the doctors so No, much. I don't. I, I don't. But what I will say well, is that there no, are doctors... No. That but that's I, a lazy way of, of some doctor, and they're they're getting the. Well, the doctors don't have time to see these, and people. that's a whole other right. That's thing. a different problem. They're pushed by big pharma right. this way. And they're the, pushed and by and consumers who see it on TV, and they're, they're like, like we want "Doctor, this. give it to me." If we you want don't, this. I'm I, do, to I don't care. Right. Yeah, I don't care that the possible side effects in the commercial included rectal bleeding. That's fine. Just prescribe yeah. that for me. But There's one of the the smaller issues is. Just in terms of, you know, I know a lot more parents than I used to now. And it seems like doctors are prescribing helmets for children that don't really need it. You know, if you get a helmet, it's because your child's, the back of their head is flat and you want to sort of round it out because they slept on it, that sort of thing. And there are kids that, personally, I don't know that they needed it. And there was a mother that I knew and she was told by a doctor... Well, you know, I would do it if it was my kid, but I mean, if you want people to think you're a bad mother, I guess don't get it. And just because if you look at how much the doctors get and how much the pharmaceutical companies get for the helmet, for the helmet, it's thousands of dollars. It's unbelievable how much they are. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. That's a problem. I don't know what the fix is. It has nothing to do with Obamacare. It doesn't really have to do. I can tell you what the fix is. Great. Money out of politics. Ready for the list? (laughs) Fix gerrymandering. Fix the revolving door between lobbyists and Washington. I I can keep going with the list. If only only we had had somebody who had talked about that during this election cycle. I don't know. Somebody from Vermont. If only, Chelsea, we had somebody. But anyway, uh, if only we had more time, dear viewers and listeners. But uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Allison Janney for press secretary. That's the smartest (laughs) thing that anybody said. I absolutely agree with that. But... Fake I, news. Let's. We'll have to talk fake news. We'll next talk week. fake That's news a in, whole the, in other the thing, future. Yeah. I, I think that that's... Obama signed that bill today. Oh. Yeah. Well, I heard he was going to sign it. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. 21st yeah. century. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll give a follow up on that. In any way, in any case, uh, we'll be back next week. That'll be our last show for 2016. We'll be Aww. back you know, two weeks after that. But we're going to take some time off for the holidays, mostly because these studios are going to be closed. <laughs> and the people who work in them, the, the great people like Steven in the booth, That's who right. helps us out, uh, they're going to be you know having some time off. So they're holding it up, too. And also, I'm going to be in Vegas with my family, my wife's family and my baby. So I won't be here on Tuesday anyway. So there. But... 
that's the 27th. The 20th, we will be here, 7 o'clock. And as I said earlier, our friend Drexel Hurd is hoping that we'll be doing the Hillary Report that night. <laughs> I, I think don't we're all hoping, hold well, your breath. Some other people here are hoping that too. Some but. people on the panel might be. Uh, somebody might be hoping that somehow, through some inexplicable wormhole, we end up doing the Bernie Report. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, I'm not delusional. I have fantasies, but, but you I'm could not wake delusional. up. You could wake up that... You know, how about if you woke up that way? You know, you were like, "Oh, right, President-elect Bernie." Who knows? I'd be very happy with that too. So, my well, fantasies are based in reality. <laughs> no, Obviously, so yeah. that's that's not all right. right. But uh, we appreciate all of you who tuned in, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. We, as we said, there was a little confusing what I had told you. Next Tuesday, the twentieth, we will be here at seven p.m. Pacific time, ten Eastern. Allegedly. Stephen Helmkamp will be with us, and even though Scott won't be here, we'll Aww. ask him how he feels right. about Trump not doing any of those press conferences that he was <laughs> yes, on. Yes, please answer that, and we'll make sure that you get the answer. But uh, for myself, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, for Scott Moore at S Man Eighty, and Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Don't forget at Trump Report ABTV. Follow us there on Twitter. Like us on YouTube. Comment, rate on iTunes. Just takes a few seconds to give us a review. We'd really appreciate that. And we will see you next Tuesday for the Trump Report. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.